podcast that rewatches, reviews, and returns to the real world for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and rate us on uh, uh, whatever podcast app you use that allows ratings. You know, it's been a while since we got a rating, and this sustains us. So Al is dying, literally dying, starving, because he eats ratings. So if you care about Al, because I know you don't care about me, if you care about Al... Give us a rating, five stars, or better, if possible. And with that, today's episode is about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 4, Episode 20. Farewell, Cruel World! Original air date, May 2nd, 2017. You know, it does kind of suck that that's what sustains me, but on the bright side, I've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, here's a uh, <laughs> reminder of what actually happens in this episode. In one minute or less or more. The episode starts in a flashback to 10 days ago, when Skye and Simmons first went into the framework. The rest of the team just hangs out on Zephyr 1. Uh, they reach a point where they only have 24 hours of power left on the Zephyr. Uh, they say Talbot is trying to reach them, they decide to turn off the cloaking to save some power. Turns out they really were only safe because of the cloaking, because they soon get attacked. Inside the framework, Evil Fitz interrogates Radcliffe to find out what he told Daisy. He makes a deal with Radcliffe to give him a new body in the real world for information. Simmons and Daisy decide to get everyone out of the framework, the, the real people at least. Uh, except Fitz, except for Fitz, because that's like going to be way too much work. He's, he's got bodyguards and everything, it's, it's a hassle. Uh, Daisy and Tripp make a plan to get to the escape point, while Simmons goes to Fitz's dad, Mr. Fitz, uh, to get him to call Fitz over to his house so Simmons can reason with him. Mr. Fitz calls Sodden Fitz. Evil Evil Fitz? Uh, too many Fitzes. The uh, doctor. Dad calls Son. Yeah, the doctor. Uh, and doesn't go along with the plan, which ends up getting him killed while Fitz listens. Coulson tries to convince May the framework is a simulation. She says she doesn't follow blindly anymore, so Coulson, so Coulson needs to prove it. The real humans, plus Trip, arrive at the escape point. Radcliffe said the escape point is a water fountain, but they find a pool of molten metal. You know, that thing that killed Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2. They make a plan to get through the molten metal, but Hydra attacks. Some drama happens while they all try to get out. Colton gets shot, so they get him through the portal first, which then makes the whole room do a, a weird refresh thingy. Uh, Fitz finds Simmons and is about to kill her, but Radcliffe steps in to help her. Mac wants to stay with his kid, and Daisy leaves him behind. Finally, Ada goes through with Project Looking Glass and creates a new body in the real world, and now she has inhuman powers. Dun dun dun. Alright. Yeah, I was thinking, you're saying fits way too much. Yeah, yeah, it was a problem. <laughs> I, I should have thought of a better name for, for the dad. Like, maybe just the dad. Well, like the Doctor and Fitz Sr. Mr. Fitz. Alistair is actually his, his first name. Yeah, that probably would have been better. The, the problem is that I write these and then I edit them not enough. <laughs> oh, you edit them? 
No, I was I was trying to just sound better about about yeah. this job. <laughs> yeah, the amount if I said I edited my uh, um recaps and then the amount of times I stumble over my grammatical errors, I'd be like, <laughs> there's something wrong. All right, moving on to the fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Your work it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Alright, uh, do you have any fast facts, Al? No, I do not. I mean, every time I ask, you don't. But the few times I don't ask, you're, you're really offended. <laughs> don't talk to me for a whole, like, eight seconds. At least until I'm done talking. It's really mm-hmm. offensive. Yeah. Alright, yeah. so we'll start with the title. Farewell, Cruel World. Is looking it up online. It's a cliche. Um, the uh, the earliest version I could find is someone saying goodbye, cruel world. Uh, he uh, sent a suicide note to the St. Louis Daily Globe. I don't even think this guy was famous. I didn't write his name down. Um, why they printed a suicide note is questionable, but this was in 1875. So they did not have a lot. To, uh, going on at the time they needed something to fill space yeah i mean to be fair like what do i know about uh the world in 1875 it was 10 years after the civil war and you know they can't keep reporting on that yep <laughs> that's that's true that did end <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm sure nothing else happened in between mm-hmm. yeah in between that and world war one that's the next big event I know about. Uh, the Titanic. That happened before the war. Oh, that's true. So between this and... That was 1912. Between this and 19... 19- no. The first airplane. Between this and 1903. <laughs> Alright. Okay. First airplane on. on Earth. Well, actually, it was like... If I remember correctly, it was like six feet off the Earth. Yeah, Alright, it's still something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um... Also, uh, Farewell Cruel World is a allusion to the fact that the Shieldies are leaving the cruel world of the framework. <laughs> and just to um, add to it, um, mm-hmm. in a similar vein, it looks like they're maybe committing suicide by having to go through this lava. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <clears throat> finally, uh, my second one and my final one is Colson gets shot in the chest. And he says, this feels oddly familiar, which is a reference to him getting stabbed in the chest by Loki. <laughs> also, when we talk about Coulson, we got to talk about his superpower of staying alive for a while after having a massive chest wound. Yeah, I mean, it is his superpower. Yeah. Living or whatever. Coming back well, to life, I guess. I mean, he, I he almost died right there and then he came out and just is alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like that meme. It's just like, if I had a nickel for every time Coulson was wounded in the chest and survived, I'd only have two nickels, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all I have. Um, so, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said something. you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough. 
that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Um, Al, my notes are all messed up because there's so much crossover. <laughs> uh, where do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I, you're, you're right. There's there's a ton of crossover. Um, you know what? Let's go with Simmons because I feel like that's a, a simple one where she kind of just okay. goes off to talk to, to with with Alistair. Let's let's do that. All right. That whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, so she's not at all happy that they're going to leave um, uh, Leopold Fitz behind in the framework. Mm-hmm. Um, so she decides to try and get him anyway. And it doesn't work out. Although, actually, technically, given how things work out in the end, it does actually work out for them. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad she <laughs> figured out what they changed. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm like, what, what did they... They assumed a couple weeks ago, like, what had changed. But I can't remember what it was. Yeah, um, Daisy assumed. Uh, sorry, one one second. Daisy, right? Because like they keep going back and forth with Daisy and Sky, and I I keep forgetting. Like I even it, me- mixed it up in in my intro for the episode. It is Daisy. Daisy is our Daisy, and if like we had alternate Hydra version of Daisy, her name would be Sky. Okay, all right. I I forgot which one was like the uh, true name, I guess, versus the uh, name she started the series with. Sky okay, is, yeah. Sky is her dead name, and Daisy's her name now. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, Daisy made the assumption that um, taking Simmons away from Fitz is what did that. Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, technically, that was kind of true, because she died. I mean, yeah, but that was... His evilness started way before, like, when he went with his father. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she goes to take uh, Fitz Sr. hostage... And I'm happy that she doesn't have a lot of experience taking people hostage at gunpoint. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hindsight being what it is, letting him make the call, just like, I mean, I know she has a, gun, a gunpoint, but this is, I don't, well, I also have, you know, very little experience keeping people hostage. How could she have run that better? I don't know if there is a good way to to run that, right? Because, let's see. So, if she had just shown up and said, hey, I and, and like, taken his phone from him and then called Leopold Fitz and was like, hey, I got your dad here. Come get him. Like, no, Mm -hmm. she would have been caught immediately because, you know, multiple Hydra SWAT teams would have broken in and shot her. Um, Giving him the phone? I... I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think they're like it was just a bad plan all around. I don't yeah. think that there's anything she could have done. I mean, honestly, this is the best situation for Simmons because otherwise she would have stayed there and gotten SWAT teamed. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the fact that she had to run away because she killed this fictional character, mm-hmm. um, that was the best thing for her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, good thing she. Knows how to I, I I don't know I mean I guess it as a character she hasn't killed anyone before right I'm trying to think because I know she oh no no she did 
uh, we, we talked about this a week or two ago. She killed uh, Bakshi when she was trying to kill Ward. Oh, yeah. So she's never intentionally killed somebody. Well, I mean, she was intending to kill Ward. Yeah, I mean, she kind of... Eh, she got close. But that was her, her direct fault. And I don't think she cared. I think she shrugged that off pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and I think it's pretty easy to shrug this off. Like, she knows that Fit Senior is not a real person. Yeah, and that's where I was going with that next. Like, this, she she doesn't care at all. But I, I, I was wondering, like, has she had that experience? Because, like, you know, it's still very lifelike, right? Like they said. So... Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. In her mind, she didn't kill anyone today. No. <laughs> oh wait. Okay. Are Are you looking up if she's killed anyone? Yeah. Before? There's actually um the Marvel MCU wiki has a page characters killed by Gemma Simmons. <laughs> okay. Who's on this list that no, we haven't uh, covered yet? Nope. No real people. We have Sunil Bakshi, we have mm-hmm. Framework um, Framework Alistair Fitz, Life Model Decoy uh, Fitz, Life Model Decoy Simmons, Life Model Decoy Radcliffe, and Tentacle Creature from when she was on the other planet in... <laughs> and then one more that is forthcoming, but again, not a real person. Mm, okay. <laughs> I like how they have tentacle creature on their list. Yeah, that that one felt like a stretch. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We don't know it's if it's sentient or not. I guess that's true. I, oh no, no. We, we remember we we discussed it. It's uh, it's force sensitive. Oh yeah. Oh damn it! I forgot the other um Easter egg that I was going to say. Oh okay. Yeah, we'll rewind this episode. I mean, I mean that's the point of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is that um, there's a rumor going around around that um, Fitz is going to be the next Doctor in Doctor Who. I mean, that rumor was started by me, and no one believes it. But that's the, <laughs> <laughs> the other Easter egg because he oh, plays okay. the Doctor here. Oh, all right. Yep. Um, uh, trying to remember the actor's name. Uh... Ian DeCasters. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's another word before DeCaster, but whatever. I'm not looking it up. Yeah. yeah, I I recognize it when it scrolls past on the uh like the the opening credits, you know, when they have the names kind of pop up a little bit on the on the bottom oh, of the screen. Ian DeCastecker. Castecker. Ah, okay. Ian. I A I N. The guy who plays Fitz. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, Tony, I hope someone believes that the rumor you made up today turns out to be true. Yeah. Well, we'll see. What a twist if he is uh, the Doctor. Because, you know, he is a um, part of the UK, so he could be the Doctor. Yeah, and there you go. That's 50% of the requirements right there. What's the other 50%? Uh, Being an actor. Oh, okay, cool. So there, so he's got a pretty good chance. I mean, yeah. Britain's only got like 15 actors, and they've used 14 of them in the history of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. <laughs> so eventually, yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah. you know, the MCU. Eventually, if you're an actor, you'll be in the MCU. That's, that's just how that works. That's true. All right. So, yeah, we're still talking about Simmons. Oh, Somehow. that's right. 
<laughs> um, I, I mean, everything with her just... I feel like the end stuff because that all really comes together. Let's just let's just do that together. So that I, I think on on my notes, that's under a heading called Shield Team Five because there's only five minutes of six, and, but Shield Team Six would be better. Anyway, that's what I covered. <laughs> I put it. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Uh, in that case, who do you want to go with next, Daisy? I guess. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. Are you realizing there wasn't too much that she did beforehand, I guess, or? Yeah, I mean, I am. Everyone, I have, like, one or two <laughs> notes. I literally, Simmons was the most notes I had for pre the um, escape scene, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like how she still doesn't understand that this universe is not the real one, because she's so happy to see Trip confusing the hell out of Trip. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to give her that one. Like, I think that okay. one makes sense because, again, it's all so lifelike. And in addition to that, all of the people have those stories and memory, like, you know, aside from modifications that have happened. Um, like, it, it really is like he's back. And considering that that's someone that was on the team, they were close, they worked together. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he died a couple of years ago, like. Because of I her, think that too, makes sense. in her mind. Huh? In her yeah, mind, yeah, it's because true. of her that he died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she ever got over that. But Yeah, I, I, I guess she did. She's not, like, racked with guilt. Yeah, okay. Uh, but still, I mean, yeah, she's mm-hmm. very excited. Like, I think that makes sense, being excited to, to see him. And, and yeah. wanting to get that, that extra chance with, you know, with someone that you've lost. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's also pretty cold-hearted because she just tells Simmons that they need to leave the doctor, <laughs> leave Fitz. I mean, she's right. Yeah, like it's she's... been, it's been ten days as we we learned. Um, yeah, I can't tell you how much I... I appreciate that. By the way, knowing how long uh, something takes in the MCU, <laughs> that that's incredibly good to know. But at the same time, I feel like ten days. Like what happened in between there that that we missed? There there seems to have been a lot in in between those those two things. Um, like when they first go in, and we've had five episodes in that time. So mm-hmm. I don't know. T- ten feels like a bit much. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you'll still never be happy. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Either we yeah. don't know, or when they tell us, it's like eh, we they can't show us. This isn't twenty four. 24 times 10, where they show you every moment that something happens. I know, but it, it's one of those things where it it feels like the, the way that they talk about it, it, it gives off the impression that every episode is a day. Maybe yeah. two, maybe, but like we have to see things work out that way, right? Like, for example, the first episode of this pod really was that first day. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second episode, re- like, jumped right into the next morning. And then it kind of just felt like everything moved one day at a time from there. Do you? We could headcanon it that time is running differently inside the framework and outside the framework. That is entirely possible, right? I mean, given the amount of stuff that has to be computed and all that, that digital work that's being done, mm-hmm. that would make sense, yeah. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like a reverse inception. 
Yeah. I mean, to save computing power, for all we know, when they're asleep, it just skips over that time. Maybe. I mean, as I have no idea. All, as long as they all sleep at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think okay. so. Uh, yeah, but probably. Not. I think I think it's more likely that they is running at a different time uh, rate. If okay. there is some type of time dilation, I'll take it. I think that okay. works. We will we will add it to our list of canon that we have made up um, on our MCU Rewind website. Unfortunately, we have like four or five of those, and we never created the page. I don't know what the other ones are, so we're just not going to add it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, to stop confusion, we do have an MCU re um, Rewind website. <laughs> so come check it out for the schedule. And I think our rankings are up there, right? Yes, they are. And they're currently up to date. Okay. At least yeah, for a couple for, more for weeks before we do Guardians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else for Daisy for right now? No. Uh, oh, uh, you know, actually, yes. Um, so her and Mac, um, I guess we can kind of talk about Mac too. Um, Mac Daddy. But uh, yep, Mac Daddy. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, so she's she has to try to convince him to join them on that mission. Mm -hmm. And she feels very bad for pulling him away from hope. Mm -hmm. uh, but she's doing it and she's not lying to him at all. Like, you know, he's like, hey, will I be back in time uh, to put hope to bed? And she's like, I will make sure you will be where you need to be, which is nowhere near hope. <laughs> yeah i mean this just shows again how kind of she's on mission which is not the mm -hmm. daisy we're used to but <laughs> she has her priorities she has her friends and i mean she needs to save as many as her friends as she can especially after just right after losing mace and i feel like there was another one maybe it was just mace who died um uh, Lincoln, if you want to go with that, because that was at the end of the previous season. But you know. well, I'm talking about in the framework. Um, I mean, kind of lost Ward. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about the end of this episode when there are two empty, um, like racks for people, but because one of those was the Ada's body that got. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the other yeah, one was um... missing. Yeah, so, so like one of the things that, that you just said about Daisy is like this is not the Daisy we're used to. But if I remember correctly, this is the Daisy we should get used to because this is her mindset the rest of the series. Like not not getting into spoilers, but like she is um on mission. Um and mm -hmm. and I, I kind of brought that up at the towards the end of the previous pod of of this season when um it, it was the episode when the LMDs just took over the base, the playground, and her and Simmons were like trying to figure out how they're even going to get out of that because like they were the only two humans that, that they knew of at least right that that they had, yeah. had proven um and so you know at, at that moment it really felt like that was the very first time that daisy said all right i can do this i'm gonna and then she's like just been all in the entire time since then well yeah i mean She's had extreme tragedy when Lincoln died. I mean, I had a party, mm -hmm. but I don't think she felt the same way. Uh, 
but and then she had like a very intensive grieving process, especially um after like the hive withdrawals. So mm-hmm. I think she knows there's these this family, this found family she has, are the only is her only home. And that's all that matters to her is saving these five other people or six other people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, definitely. So her emotions, her emotions that have always gotten her in trouble, like because she's overreacts to a lot of things that she's things are important. Um, she's finally funneling funneling it in the correct direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, do we want to move on? I have one note about May. That Wait, I uh, do, really do you have important. nothing else for Mac Daddy? Uh, I have no notes for Mac Daddy, so okay, except right. for like yeah, when we'll... we get to the ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that uh, when Coulson tells May that they're in a framework and stuff. She wants proof. She's not just accepting the words of another person as of stuff she can't see because she's lived in this fake news police state for the last eight years, and I thought that's mm-hmm. a really good character beat for. Uh, this version, not evil anymore, May. Yeah, exactly. Now, she doesn't completely just say, no, That's there's no way that's true, which is mm-hmm. also useful, right? She's like, all right, listen, I will believe you if you give me some proof. Until then, eh, let's just, let's just move on with the day. It, it seems to be the, the her standard operating now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have for me. <laughs> okay, yeah, eh, same here. She, uh... She gave Simmons the address to Alistair Fitz. Eh, mm-hmm. eh, eh, yeah, and didn't question it at all. Okay. No, why would she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Anything for Coulson? Um, he does have one line saying that he like he prefers working from the shadows instead of being in front of anybody. And you know, he's a teacher, and as a teacher, I say the most effective way to teach is in the corner in the shadows. I'm sure. That's really where my students learn the best, if they can't see me, if I'm just a voice from the ether. Okay. Do you like to do that thing where um, you talk from one direction, and then all of a sudden now you're talking from a completely different direction? You know, like like in an action um, oh, yeah, scene? Like, like where... I'm Batman. Yeah, or exactly. Daredevil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, do, I, I did do that. I surprised one of my classes once, because I set up a bluetooth speaker on one side of the classroom and called it from my phone and then walked in the other side of the classroom and it, it was like a bunch of fourth graders and they're like how did that happen because i had the hit speaker i'm broken it's like Ma- mm-hmm. i'm magic you know ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids they're so dumb <laughs> yeah um i do want to talk about trip a little bit since this is, this is the last time we see trip in the show Oh, okay. Which, to be fair, we've seen him a lot more than we expected to see him after he died in season two. That's true. At least he he gets that. The the actor got to come back for a bit. I do want to talk about uh, Daisy telling him to become the Patriot, pretty much. Yeah, be the person that that leads. Uh Yeah, and I I find it weird how it's paralleling um, 
the end of Endgame and uh, what we just watched in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. About, like, because in this world, Patriot is Captain America. Or at least the role Captain America would play if he were alive in the Hydraverse. And yeah. he's, this is pretty much Daisy telling a black man to pick up the shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was, for Al and I, this is really um, timely. I mean, because we get the finale of Falcon and Warrior Soldier next week, or this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just like, that's been on my mind, and I thought that was really interesting that they had that a full two years before Endgame, uh, <laughs> where Cap did that to Sam, or gave that to Sam. Yeah, and you know it probably would have hit a little bit harder if like the the these two characters had I guess a bit of a, a bigger role, right? If we got more of the Patriot, because I think he was around as the Patriot for like two episodes mm-hmm. this season, um, yeah. and then Trip, I guess three episodes in total. So yeah, if we if we got to see them like do more themselves stuff, it, it probably would have hit way way harder. Uh, but here it's just it it just kind of felt like. Hey, you should you should take over. You should lead. You seem like the the logical person that should do this. Yeah, and then just moving on from there. Yeah. Also, if we want to do the assumptions I've been making that you've been pushing back against of that this world is exactly like our world except for the changes that um, Ada made. Mm-hmm. I bet uh, Coulson could tell uh, Trip like the coordinates to find Captain America. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the, he definitely should have done that. Too bad he left. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to want to look right here. Here, let me let me uh, put a, a, a pen in that one spot. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get to the North Pole, but it will be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, this is the costume he should wear. I, I had some, like, I had some more uh, design input. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to move on to Shield Team Five? Like when they yeah, go into the sounds good. Find the back door. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like the safest idea she could have put it under, unless it's like she moved. She couldn't like physically move the back door, so she uh, Madame Hydra put it underneath Molten. Um. Molten steel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, good plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty good, except for Daisy's powers being right there. Like Maybe there's other things she could have done, like just completely filled it all with concrete. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Daisy could have broken through that, too. Yeah, eventually. Um but, like, I, I'm imagining, you know, uh, hundreds of feet of concrete in all directions. Um, or, like, I mean, an entire or, building. Yeah, or that. Yeah, exactly. Just just fill that completely. Um, maybe um, drown it in radiation kind of thing. Um, you know, I, I think there were other things. a bear on top of it? Yeah, definitely. Because bears are completely immune to, to quake powers, uh, which, yeah. which we know. And from... they're godless killing machines, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, they could have beaten the bear if Mac had remembered his his memories, but unfortunately, no. He's he's oh, yeah. you know a lot less useful in this world in comparison. 
So, or yeah. they get surrounded with robots, and Mac, who's not as brave in this world, would have run away. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like the it it, it was a good plan because no one was going to think about it. Um, no, definitely no one's going to jump through it. Uh, like that was my first thought. I was like, oh, it's probably yeah. it's an illusion. It's fake lava <laughs> or fake molten metal. <laughs> It is a, the exit reminds me of um, the end of season five of Buffy when uh, she jumps in spoilers for Buffy the Vampire Slayer coming out <laughs> like almost twenty years ago. This episode, um, as he jumps into the portal to you know stop the world from ending, I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, Hydra, Madame Hydra has won. Julia Louise Dreyfus has won. Mm -hmm. um yeah uh so uh, no they find out um they tell and then they they tell mac about the real world right yeah yeah so daisy mentions it like at the last possible moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah which i at this point they don't think that they're going to get through anyway so it's like well might as well let you know that your daughter is an illusion. Yeah, and the entire world is. I mean, and he sees it, right? Like, um, or well, eventually he sees it when when Coulson goes through. You know, he he sees the entire room do that weird refresh thing, and mm-hmm. like he 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 has to know that it's it's definitely not real. But he doesn't remember anything about the other world, and you know, his whole life is with his daughter, so he does yeah. not want to leave at all like he yeah. has he really has no reason to for in in his mind um mm-hmm. daisy i think was just really bad at uh at trying to convince him well yeah i mean honestly i don't know like she's fine with letting fitz go away and lying to mac about his daughter but she's not willing to push him in against his will yeah it, that was the other thing right like if she really wanted to she could have knocked him out and mm-hmm. and just thrown him through um, yeah. or just pushed him through with her with her powers or something right i, I assume her aim is good enough um maybe not <laughs> but oh, yeah well, she, she did save uh lady colson that one time when she was falling without killing her so her That's aim true. is pretty good mm-hmm. okay all right so we'll, we'll we'll trust that um so yeah if she really wanted to force him out she could have then again, I guess they were thinking that they were going to come. Oh, no, they weren't. Cause, uh, so I was about to say that they were thinking that they were going to come back and get Fitz. But then I realized that, no, Fitz had already been pushed through uh, the portal at that moment in time. So never mind. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, one of my favorite parts is when. Um, no. Well, one of, my, one of my favorite parts was uh, when. Mac makes a reference to Moses and then um you know Daisy thinks about parting the Red Sea and parting the um the steel with her quick powers and his reaction is like did you use the bible against me <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something he would have like like normal real Mac would have would have said also yeah mm-hmm. and like it it's terrible cuz he trusts in that bible and the fact that you weaponize it against him. It's just, it's a betrayal. 
Yeah, you know, if she didn't weaponize it against him, maybe he would have believed her and jumped through the portal. Maybe. Uh, also, in this world, intelligent design is correct. <laughs> it it literally was designed by an AI. Yep. Artificial intelligent design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was created by a human plus a book of magic, the Darkhold? Yeah. All right. I guess, to be fair, we still don't know where the Darkhold came from, so... Eh. That's true. Yeah, they even reveal that in WandaVision. I feel like we're going to get a lot of questions answered in uh, Doctor Strange 2. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. That'd be cool. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So where do you want to go to next? Um, ooh, um, all right, so let's, uh, let's uh, May and Coulson, because so, yeah. they kind of end up a uh, little bit working together there to, to get out. Um, so you had already mentioned the whole thing about Coulson getting shot and feeling awfully familiar, but uh, he is able to convince May to follow him through, so that was good. Yeah, which is lucky, especially <laughs> after how stupid Coulson was. They're in a firefight with Hydra, and he just walks out there. He doesn't even, like, duck or anything. He's just like, well, rub hands together. Home free! <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what Coulson was thinking in that moment. And, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have his, his tactical training, right? He's not used to being in firefight, so... Uh, I'm going to tell you this, Al. I've mm. never been in a firefight. But if someone's shooting towards me, I'm going to at least duck. <laughs> okay. You say that now. I'll let you know after my firefight. Okay, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll test this and, and get a, a real uh, answer. Okay. And it'll be random. You won't know when it's happening. No, I mean, that's... Wait, that's not fair. Colson knew they were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. <laughs> All right. Um... Yeah, so Coulson makes his leap of faith. And then um, May does too, which is surprising because she's, this May uh, explicitly says she's not taking things on faith anymore. Yeah, did, well, she went, did she go after the room refreshed or no? Yes. Because what wasn't Coulson the first one to go through? Yeah, he, he was the first one. So okay, yeah. so she so she saw all that. She's like, oh, okay, this definitely doesn't look real. I guess I'll jump too. Why not? Let's see what yeah. happens. I mean that, that seems like some that's some pretty good proof. When you're there and saying, hey, this is a digital simulation inside of a computer, and then all of a sudden something looks like a computer would make a thing look, then 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 you're 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 realizing, okay, maybe this person has something. Yeah, or it's really cool architecture, and um, maybe you're in... What's that thing that they used for uh, the Mandalorian? Like the giant surround sound? Or not surround sound, but wraparound screen? Yeah, I I don't know what it's called. Um, And I know you're talking about, but yeah, the the giant screen. Uh, How does she know that they're not in the giant screen? She didn't. Yep. I mean... Taking At a, a certain point, back. you have to trust your eyes. Yeah, that's true. But also, they live in a world with all these inhumans with random powers. That could be a power. Yeah. I make <laughs> stuff look digital. 
Is that like our question from last week? Is that someone's terrible power? Yes, that's definitely someone's terrible power. I make the world look like bad CGI. <laughs> but only for a second. Well, yeah. It goes away. Yeah. I mean, you can't focus on that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Simmons and Fitz and Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Fitz arrives just as Simmons was about to leave. And Daisy was like, damn it! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was going to leave him behind. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, we all know that Daisy just wants Simmons all to herself. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are fan fictions somewhere on oh, the internet. I am uh, sure. Yep. I am also not researching that. Oh, same. <laughs> yeah. I'm good avoiding that. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, it bugged me. It bugged me the way Fitz was holding the gun, like, over his head, pointing down at... Uh, only in, um, like, the shots behind uh, Fitz is you see him holding the gun, like, over his head, down at Simmons. Like, that's not how you hold a gun. <laughs> did did this Fitz ever get um, field training? Maybe he doesn't know. Yeah, that's, that's possible. That's definitely possible. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so it looks like he's about to kill Simmons. I mean, he holds the shoots her in the leg, then holds the gun to her head, make, asking her to renounce the love. And then Radcliffe becomes a hero after betraying them for like most of the episode. Yay! Yeah. Eh, all right. I mean, I'm I mean, he, he yeah, he didn't do much to betray them. Honestly, like he told Fitz where they well, he were told, going. He told Fitz where they were going which literally could have killed colson and possibly simmons at that moment that's true it, it, i mean it, yeah it could have killed all of them yeah so he, he was banking on the fact that they're survivors and they've been through some stuff yeah and this was was his entire plan just to get fitz there to get him through the back door um because otherwise he's... it was a bad plan didn't do anything else good. <laughs> he seems like an opportunist. Yeah. And I'm guessing that his plan was like, you know what? I'm going to try to get that body. And then he saw this other, other opportunity, like, you know what? I should be a good person. Let me do that now. And, and then that I think doesn't that... sound anything like the Radcliffe I know. <laughs> really? Try to be a good person? He he does care for Fitz. Yeah. Right, like, like he, he, he even said that an episode or so ago. He said you, you were like a son to me, or something to that effect. Right. So I, I think he was actually like really trying to do some good for Fitz. Okay. I'll buy that. Yeah. So I think, I think his plan the whole time though was to get Fitz there. I don't think he really wanted the body at any time. No. Oh, okay. Because then that would have been helping Ada, and then there was the whole all this other stuff would have happened. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Then he, and then when Ada shows up on the other world or, uh, as Ophelia, maybe she would have just killed him. So he was probably thinking, eh, it's probably easier to stay here. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. So, um, Radcliffe knocks him out and throws him into the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Okay. Uh, and then Simmons follows shortly yeah. after. And then, uh, one thing about Mac I want to talk about. We talked about Mac for a while. <laughs> uh, he has this line that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He goes, 
because Daisy tells him that hope isn't alive in the other world, in the real world. And he goes, I don't want to live in a world without hope. Which is like oh. really on the nose. <laughs> and you know that's the only reason they named his daughter Hope. He, they didn't <laughs> name her anything, but it was just because of that line. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm sure when they were writing the episodes, they gave her some other name. And then they got to the, this episode, like, oh, hey, let's change your name to Hope. I have a good line. Like, okay, sure. No one's attached to that name. I mean, <laughs> or, one, one of the writers was, but. Eh. Yeah, or or the, the writers just like, they named her Hope. And then he was like, wait, he's, he's going to be by himself. And he types the line. It's like, I don't want to live without Hope. And he just, he just leans back. He closes his laptop. It's like. That's enough work for today. I've done a good <laughs> job. <laughs> yep. That very well could be it. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, you know, writing down that line, uh, then the writer is like, well, I I got to figure out where I can put this. You know, yeah. two days later. <laughs> he didn't even write it in the script. He's just like, yep. <laughs> One mm-hmm. sentence on a page. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And despite that um, sentence, uh, Henry Simmons, the guy who plays Mac, he does a really good job selling this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, we get some surprisingly good acting. Like, in a superhero show like this, you don't, especially being the first Marvel superhero show, they don't need to be great actors. Like, when they're hiring him, they're not looking for... And they are. I mean, most of these guys are, except for the guy who played Lincoln. They were all great actors. <laughs> but, um... I'm impressed for this, like... This sci-fi kind of... Probably considered kind of lower-brow TV show. They hired such strong actors. And they don't get to show it very often. But I just want to call out Henry Simmons for doing that. Doing well in this part. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like the the entire cast is is great, right? Like, um, I mean, you know, two of them we know have been in a handful of movies already. So I, I feel like if you can make it to movies, then you you're like you're you're really good because they've chosen you a, a number of times. Because like you're always auditioning, mm-hmm. no matter what you're going to be in. Like you always have to audition in some way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then like. I don't know if this is one of those they got lucky or they just really saw something in the other characters or however that I, I have no idea how that stuff works with, mm-hmm. with casting, but like they, yeah, they did a really good job on, on, you know, all of the, the main cast here. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they wouldn't just cast anybody as one of the Powerpuff girls, but we've got <laughs> Chloe Bennett coming up soon on CW. I am going to watch the hell out of that first episode and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> I am in the same mindset. Yep. <laughs> we'll see what happens after that. I'll probably give it a couple of episodes just to see, like, you know, maybe the first episode's a little rough. Um, we'll see how that goes. I mean, if I stopped after one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., wouldn't have seen my favorite show. That's true. Yeah. Then again, also, if I had stopped after any of that first season, that, that, was, that was just tough to get through. Anyway, yep. <laughs> I told you I liked that first season. That's what I kind of wanted the show to be, was a, a, a monster of the week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it had its moments, right? There, there were definitely good parts of it, good aspects, but like... I feel like we talked about it, this maybe a month ago. 
Probably. I'm sure we did. I don't, I don't know if you, if it was even on air or not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're 47 minutes in, and we're still on the second segment, or third segment of uh, Well, uh, we're, I don't think we're going to have a lot for the other segments, but um, as far as heroes go, I don't think we have anyone else inside the framework. Um, no. Was there anything you wanted to talk about with the heroes outside of the framework? Mainly... Um, Colson, May, and I guess Fitz. Yeah, I mean, the only note I had was for Fitz. And just like the, oh my god, realization. He's the only one who wasn't eased into it, at least a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just fell out. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and he's also like realizing that he was the one who killed uh, Director Mace. Oh yeah. That was, I, that was his I decision. I didn't even think about that until that moment it's like oh yeah he did do that mm-hmm. although so did may like she called in the airstrike and then he like confirmed the airstrike but yeah that's that's true yeah but... may's <laughs> used to the guilt <laughs> that's that's true although may also has her own problems too right like her her body's um like she was hardly able to move because she's been in there for so long like her she just hasn't moved at all well, yeah. um because it was, I guess we don't know how long in time it's been other than, you know, 10 days since they went into the framework. But because she was taken the episode that the, the last time they saw, or no, it was before. She was taken before uh, Robbie um, yeah. showed up with, with as Ghost Rider and saved him. So, hmm. I think we'll talk about this next week because I think they get into a little bit with that of how much she missed next week yeah that's true okay yeah but anyway so she she's been there for some amount of time like mm-hmm. i don't know maybe a month or two or, or something you know t- two months of, of not moving i have no idea what people are like when they come out of a coma for sleeping for so long but i'm sure they have uh it takes them some time to you know get their motor skills up and running yeah i know people who's wake up in the morning after eight hours of sleep and can't get their motor skills working right away so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all right but i think that's it for our heroes cool all right let's take a quick break at what is probably pretty much the end of the episode and uh uh face some bills welcome to baston robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start graving hazelnuts not bad for your consideration the chair All right, uh, Tony, we do not live in a digital world, which sucks because it looks like Wreck-It Ralph has like a lot of fun in his world. And there are a lot of other digital worlds that exist, you know, like the framework, the matrix, wherever the Digimon are from. Tony, if you ever visit any of these worlds, do you know the one thing you are going to need? A digital monster, because I hear they are the champions. Exactly. Digital money. Not a useful money, some form of cryptocurrency. Very close. Uh, Similar to Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Dogecoin. So when you travel to one of the many digital worlds and need to convert your hard-earned real money to the universal digital currency, look no further than our friends at Wallet Fountain. They make the money conversion easy. Just give them your money, wait an hour for 5,000 computers to do the transfer, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you've got the exact same amount of money, minus a nominal fee, of Digibucks. Now, yes, you can use real money in the digital world, uh, and yes, you don't need to deal with a special conversion rate, but 
but Digibucks is fun and kooky. Plus, it works everywhere. That doesn't have a sign saying otherwise. So 40% of the time, it works 100% of the time. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free NFT, whatever that is. That's Wallet Fountain, where the real value is in not using them. Yeah. Can you tell how much I dislike cryptocurrencies? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Okay, I thought Dogecoin was a meme until two days ago. <laughs> um, it kind of is. It, it is the meme well, coin. Yeah. <laughs> well, like yeah. It, it was started as a meme. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw like a real article about how it spiked up and I don't know how much it's worth. But like I didn't think it was a real thing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. technically, none of these cryptocurrencies are real because you can't hold them. That's true. Although I did see, uh, I mean, this was years ago. I saw a guy get arrested for selling physical Bitcoin. And it was like, it was just these plastic gold coins that he was selling to people. Did you have Uh, to like walk under a box with a question mark and jump up and hit it? And the coins just popped out? (laughs) That would have been great if that was like the box he was using to hold them. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. uh, Moving on to our villains. Yeah, sounds good. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! The guy who invented NFTs, also known as the doctor. No. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't have anything for the doctor. I just thought he'd be the type of person who would create NFTs. He he probably would. Although I do actually have something for for oh. him for evil fits. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he has a point here where he um, makes a decision to ignore Madame Hydra and stay on mission to go after Simmons. Right? Because there was a point where she said to him, "Hey." Um, come back here. You don't need to go on that mission. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, let's, let's ignore you. We're, we're going to go after and, and kill Simmons. Cause Dude, I'm, I love this line-by-line reading of the episode. That's exactly what they wrote. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I Like I said, you know, I, sometimes I get lazy, so I'll just pull up the script and I'll just read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so so he, you know, it's, it, it's showing us that he still is that kind of emotional fits that, that we're used to. Right. Like if in the real world, something like that happened to Simmons, he he would go after her or he would go after whoever did that to her. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to bring this up because they talk about it next week's episode, but he loves very deeply Mm -hmm. whoever it is he loves. Yes. I, I mean, we, we've seen this in the past, right? Remember when Simmons was um, trapped on uh, the Maveth planet that yep. we never get the name for, right? Like that that season premiere, that opener, he's traveling to other parts of the world by himself and like making deals with arms dealers or with someone, right? To to get some stuff and then yeah. barely making it out alive. But he's, he's running missions on his own, basically. So, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, want to talk about Madame Hydra? Yeah, that sounds good. 
So she 3D prints herself into the real world. <laughs> yeah. Project Looking Glass, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like, I'm literally looking at this, and those are like almost the only notes I have <laughs> that we didn't already cover. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But when she 3D prints herself in the real world, she can teleport now. <laughs> yep. No one saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, so she teleports herself and fits away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's all I really have for Madame Hydra, because everything else we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, um, she's human, too, in a sense, right? Like, she can feel now. Or, yeah, inhuman. But, yeah, she's a... Mm-hmm. She's a living creature. She's a living being. Exactly. No longer a robot. She Now she has feelings, all that stuff. Everything's new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any other villains? No. Okay. Then the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Yeah, or the guys on the plane. Oh, yeah, them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got Yo-Yo, Piper, Davis, and Prince. Been flying for ten days. And now they're out of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, what what, are, what do they say? Uh, 24 hours left of power. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Had to turn off the cloaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Where and there's no place in the world where they could have refueled. Yeah, that was bothering me too. Like, go somewhere. Like, at a minimum, they could have just landed somewhere and then left the cloaking on, and they're mm-hmm. at least not flying. Yeah. yeah. Or land somewhere and put a tarp over it. That too. Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, shields the enemy again, thanks to Talbot just deciding that, yep, they're all robots, they're all evil. <sighs> yep. Did, did that happen in this episode where we see the, uh, the like, press release? Or, or is that next week? Am I mixing them up? I'm not sure. I have the note in this episode. Um, it, I, my note is apparently shield is the enemy again. I don't think we've seen Talbot. Okay, so. all right, yeah, so... Skippy ahead a little bit, but but yeah, I mean that's that's for that's easily guessable, right? Especially if if Talbot's involved, because they they mention him like trying to reach out to them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, like look at this from the world's perspective. Shield must be like the easiest place to infiltrate and take over. First <laughs> Hydra, now robots. Who's who knows what's going to happen next? I- exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should just never have Shield again. Ugh. Nope. Sword, on the other hand, those guys look <laughs> like they're <laughs> they're ready. Uh, yeah, they definitely have competent leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at this point, their leader is Maria Rambo. So That's they true. Do have a competent leader. Yeah. That, okay. That that is true. They, they've got one for a couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. So as we leave them, they're screwed. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I do have one more thing about Radcliffe, though. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, so one of the things he said to Fitz is that the Darkhold corrupted his mind. 
like way to put the blame all of the blame on the dark hold i i'm pretty yeah. sure some of that was at least him yeah it was being a little was it, deflection right there it's not mm-hmm. it's not my fault it's this crazy demon book yeah mm-hmm. never trust someone who blames a crazy demon book exactly yeah all right, and that's it that's all i have for him moving on to uh rating i know my value anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter earth just lost her best defender so we're here to fight strongest avenger access denied strongest avenger access denied damn you stock banner welcome strongest avenger oh what how are you rating this episode al Oh, I forgot I was supposed to uh, um, choose it. Tony, how many water fountains are we rating this episode? Or would you rate this episode? Water fountains? Yes. Or okay. molten metal. So fine. Molten metal <laughs> fountains. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Yeah. Um, did, did you completely forget what, what the water fountain was? Yeah. Is, is was that like, you're there was no water fountains at all in this episode. <laughs> That's that's what they were looking for. Yeah, that's what it was should have been. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give this episode four water fountains. I thought it was really good. A lot of stuff happened, but overall it was good. Same here. Um, I thought the middle dragged for a little bit, but you know, it, like they they finally got out of the framework. Um, again, that story's moving forward. Um, so yeah, really really good episode. <laughs> All right, and to finally wrap it up, we have our weekly question. Where is Gamora? Yeah, I'll do you one better. Who's Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? You got hard, kid. Where are you from? Queens. Brooklyn. Well, then tell me what's so important about today's date. <laughs> what was the question again? So, Al, <laughs> we know that the team Zephyr was flying around in that jet for 10 days, slowly losing power, slowly losing heat, slowly losing faith. How long do you think you should wait for your friends who are in an alternate dimension before you assume they failed and possibly died? (laughs) And then you Uh, hold a funeral. (laughs) Well, I mean, 10 days is is definitely uh, too short. Um, At least one month bare minimum one month maybe three uh hmm i think a year and now it's you're at a safe bet that that's a that, year that's ridiculous yeah well then again it, to be fair in this scenario they do know when they have died yeah, I know. in the yeah. real world so that there's that but if you if you didn't know um for example like colson and may and fitz and Mace, who were, you know, in the, the underwater bunker thing, um, you know, you have absolutely no idea. So, yeah, I guess six months. I think six months is a, a safe bet. Uh, see, probably... I, say, I say two weeks, honestly. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, at, at six months, at only a month point, their body is atrophied. They're going to have to go through physical therapy at very least once they come out of it. I don't think it's worth it. Pull the plug. That's what I say. <laughs> okay. Um, remind me never to uh, give you uh, the decision to um, pull me out of a... Or to pull the plug on me or not. So okay. Well, only if you're in an alternate dimension. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that seemed... That, uh, 
Okay, that seems fair. Yeah. All right. And with that, I think it's time to wrap up our episode. Join us next time as we cover Agents of the Shield Season 4, Episode 21, The Return, which is a misnomer because technically they returned, you know, in this episode, but whatever. And remember to follow us on Twitter as, and give us that rating. Give Al some sustenance. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Circus, gonna be a broken hearted clown. Paint my face with a good for nothing smile, cause a mean, fickle woman turned my whole world upside down.